Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hi, Gina. Hi Ioni. Hi everyone. I'm Gina, the Senior Editor of Polyester. And I'm Ioni, the Founding Editor-in-Chief of Polyester. And this is the Polyester Podcast, a feminist pop culture podcast dissecting the discourse on a weekly basis. Before we start, if you're a fan of this podcast, please make sure to like, rate and subscribe. And if you really love us, you can sign up for a podcast membership or you can join our Discord and get on our Instagram close friends for only three quid a month. Do we have any reviews, Ioni? We do. This is from Maria the Cloud in the US of A. Um, five stars, always looking forward to it. Love. They have a refreshing kind of cynicism, like they are skeptical of social campaigns and deeper subtext in what is usually considered futile and not taken seriously. Fashion industry, pop culture, celebrity, aesthetic, social forces, etc. Also, easiest podcast to listen to auditory wise. Oh, very cute. Thank you so much, Maria. Yes, yeah, gorgeous. Thank you. If you'd like to leave a review, that would be very, we would be very grateful. That would be, I don't know who That would be very grateful. That would be very grateful. Thank you so much. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about how all the celebrities have lost their bloody minds. Yeah, so I'm sure many, if not all of the listeners of this podcast, have been seeing the celebrity reactions, which feels like a weird way to put it. But like the way celebrities are behaving to the Gaza-Israel conflict and to the calls for ceasefire and Palestinian liberation. Um, before we get started, like, obviously we know that we're not taking, like, we're not treating this as if it's a newscast. Like, I don't think you'd want to be getting your news or, like, hard-hitting facts from us. Like, I don't <laughs> think we'd be the best trusted for that. Um, but we would definitely you know, encourage everyone that's listening to partake in direct action in terms of calling for a ceasefire. There's so many protests in London, I'm sure, whichever city you're in and reading up, definitely it seems like direct action is the best kind of tool we have at the moment in order to make our voices heard. Like a lot of organisations are saying that um, monetary donations, like it's really hard to get aid into Gaza at the moment all of that type of stuff so the best thing that anyone can do is really just like show up in whatever way you can like obviously protesting is not accessible for everyone physically but there are so many ways and we'll put some of those ways into the episode description as well but for now we're talking about probably some things not to do which celebrities have taught us yeah exactly like we 
are encouraging people to speak out but then I think this episode is kind of like talking through the ways that you shouldn't be speaking out or maybe the ways that you shouldn't be using your platform well also obviously it's like extremely different in terms of like an a-lister speaking out than like any of us like and I don't think anyone expects anyone else to be fully you know fully realized and have like a fully like a a textbook knowledge of the situation it's obviously like ongoing and changing and everywhere but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try and it feels like with a lot of these celebrities they've done the absolute bare minimum yeah you can tell that they've just been felt forced or they are just thick (laughs) i've just gone for it (laughs) we're sharing an opinion like we're just in that realm now where everyone has an opinion everyone feels the need to share an opinion and then there's also the push I think from the public that if you've got a public facing platform with a certain amount of followers you should be given an opinion yeah you should um, be speaking I think, up yeah the difference is that where you should be given an informed opinion <laughs> yeah not just like the first thing that you see on Instagram screenshot and repost exactly death to the infographic <laughs> death to the infographic so there's been a few articles on this one of which being where celebrities went wrong opining is that how you say it opining yeah i'd say opining might be wrong on the israel gaza war samantha cherry for the washington post so it kind of begins with like taking us back to the um beginning of lockdowns and covid a star-studded rendition of imagine in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic anna lynn mccord's poem during russia's invasion of ukraine in which the 90210 actress lamented that she isn't vladimir putin's mother (laughs) sorry it just cracks me up remembering it that's fucking one of the best bits of celebrity that's ever that's happened. Ever happened. <laughs> and now I've got to get the laugh out. <laughs> it's just so sad in my head that like video of her doing it to webcam. Anyway. And now in the wake of a deadly war between Israel and the Palestinian military militant group Hamas, Justin Bieber is accidentally praying for Israel alongside a photo of destruction in the Gaza Strip. Farah Abraham who some people might remember as being in Teen Mum, like back when we were still teenagers, is misspelling Hamas like a pit of dip. She pronounced it, she spelled it hummus. And that's just like one of many things. Like Jamie Lee Curtis did a very similar thing where she kind of posted a picture being like terror from the skies with a picture of like the Israeli flag, but it was um, actually a picture of Gaza. And it's taken by a photojournalist and it was actually showing Palestinian children. She did since delete her post and later restated her concerns with less polarizing language. I took the post down when I realized my error. She told HuffPost it's an awful situation for the innocent people in the line, for all innocent people in the line of fire. Um, But yes. Yeah, I thought there was a really interesting bit in that um, article where they've interviewed interviewed like a communications expert mm-hmm. and they're saying like silence on social media is seen the same as con- like complicity owning, yeah bad behavior mm-hmm. and I just thought that that's ridiculous but also like it's, it's a hard one to balance because I'm like I do think if you've got a platform you have a responsibility to share information but I also think like just because someone's been silent, you don't know the work they're doing behind the scenes. But then I guess, how does that apply when we're talking about celebrities? Well, also, I think that's interesting that you said like, oh, you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes because like so much of 
celebrity as like a construct is maintaining the house of cards of like relevancy kind of thing. So it's like they're trying to maintain their public image by speaking out, which is like so why so many celebrities have kind of like they started with a very pro-Israel stance and then like maybe retracted and then like maybe are now using very um what's the word like monotonous language like language that doesn't really express an opinion but just condemns violence like they're kind of trying to like in real time trying to like battle with what's best for my image which is obviously like completely counter intuitive to what any form of help could be like I do struggle to believe that not all celebrities like I think there are celebrities that really do care and I would probably say that most of them care but I'd say like by posting on social media these people have power beyond our wildest dreams like monetary power even political power but like why have we reached the point where we think posting on Instagram is like the most important thing a celebrity can do for a cause exactly and it's like that tweet that was going around where someone was like as if Angelina Jolie has a better take on this than Biden. And then someone's like, well, if you actually know anything about her, she's been like actively working towards like human rights campaigns for decades. Yeah, she's been like a humanitarian for a long... She's even like taught it at UCL, I think. Like she's taught like humanitarian politics and like peacekeeping and shit at a London university. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? Like different celebrities are going to have different levels of like what of engagement awareness, yeah. and awareness of things, and we we're just kind of blindsided into only seeing celebrities as either like oh they're definitely not going to know anything about this cause, or they should be the most well informed people on this cause. When really, at the end of the day, they're just us. Wow. They're either going to care or they're not, or they're going to care maybe like a medium amount. Yeah, I know, but also they're so they're so different to us because they absolutely have like whole teams. Like, I'm not saying it's beyond the realms of possibility that Justin Bieber just like throwed up that pick, like he probably did. But they also don't need to act in that way. Like they have whole advisory, like teams, companies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like going back to what we said about that um, actor from Sabrina blaming like the AI for liking far right stuff last like last couple of weeks episode. It's like these people do have teams, so. I think any mistake they make is truly on them. Yeah, literally, it's like how Adele got her phone took off her. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Like Adele, she, like infamously, doesn't have the passwords to her social media accounts because she kept getting steaming and being a freak on him. Fair enough. Um, which I think should probably happen more to celebrities, to be honest. I think that's what I'd want to happen to me. Something um, that I thought was really interesting is that, yeah, they spoke... Um this article spoke to a communication like a PR expert as you said called Nathan Miller who's the chief executive of Miller Inc who is like literally a company that advises celebrities on how to like weigh in on monumental events without like rocking the boat or whatever um god what a job I know literally like made up job and also like quite dark-sided yeah it's evil (laughs) when I was reading about this I didn't get to my point. Well, I I thought it was really interesting that he said, it's their duty as citizens of this country and as people who listen, who others listen to, to speak out. Americans are hungry for moral leadership, which I do think is like a really interesting point considering that like, yeah, for example, in tradition, well, not even traditionally, like I feel kind of like it's changed so much in generations because even like growing up, my mom would be like, you can't ask people for who they to who they vote for it's rude yeah but now like it's so open and like so expected that people speak out and it is kind of like we're looking for a moral compass in this world because we're so like 
deprived, especially in the actual political realm. But even with celebrities, like how we said before that like celebrities have become our new neighbors, like they're the people we listen to above anyone else or hopefully not because like some of these people are absolutely tapped in what they're doing. But it may, it was really interesting to me that said Americans are hungry for moral leadership, but then also who decided that celebrities should be that. <laughs> I think what's happened is, um, my point now, oh. <laughs> I think what's happened is that we are just hungry for content and like the 24-hour news cycle and social media has meant that we need more and more opinions on things. So who are we going to turn to for those opinions on things? Celebrities, because they're the people with the most followers. And, and the people pe- that we follow, like more likely than like, you know, an author or something like this. Like, obviously I do follow authors, but it's in like specifically authors that maybe write about like Middle Eastern politics and relations. We're more likely to follow a celebrity. Exactly. And I think people are more likely to listen to them, like at the end of the day, like as much as like you might have spent years doing five masters on something um, some they've just got an exponentially larger audience than it. Like, unfortunately, they do. Um, which is again why they need to be given informed opinions. And I feel like celebrities used to give very informed opinions, and like they used to only put out statements on things that they were passionate about. Like people always think about like Princess Di and like her work for like AIDS and stuff like that. Mm. Like, and it's held in like the canon as such like a beautiful thing. That's and Madonna and stuff like celebrities who did these like incredible movements for people who were suffering. And I feel like we don't have that anymore. Like that's gone. Like you, everyone's given a statement, so no one will stand out for their passion for protecting people. So they have, yeah. <laughs> so it reminded me that when you saying that, like obviously there has been like meaningful celebrity activism, but it also just reminded me of like the Peter campaigns like we were watching were you watching the episode of Kardashians with us the other day where Chloe yeah, does yeah. like I'd rather go naked than wear fur and then remember that one that was like about milk I've got and milk it was one. yeah and it was like you shouldn't drink milk I know anyway um <laughs> <laughs> I know speaking of the Jen of the Jenna Kardashians apparently Kylie Jenner lost around 800,000 Instagram followers over the course of two weeks after she shared a post from a non-profit caption now and always we stand with the people of Israel with a picture of the Israeli flag so a really funny tweet about that go on that <laughs> was like Bellasdee's proper kicking off in the group chat right now because it kept before she took it down within like two minutes no this is honestly what I was going to say though because like obviously Gigi and Bella have been like very um vocal about the liberation of Palestine like way way before this like most recent you know flare-up and conflict Bella is someone that has taken a lot of heat for speaking very passionately and actually doing that kind of work and like being an activist in that realm so I suppose maybe she's a good example of what we were speaking about yeah but saying that like she has both of the sisters have experienced like death threats they've experienced people like doxing their addresses and their phone numbers members of their families have been facing death threats and on Gigi's post about it the official state of Israel Instagram account shared her recent response and wrote this directed at her have you been sleeping the past week or are you just fine turning a blind eye to Jewish babies being butchered in their homes your silence has been very clear about where you stand we see you which is just like truly bananas that a country is using like social media tactics to try and take down celebrities yeah it's fucking dark and it? it is dark and like i feel like when you see stuff like that you kind of could understand why celebrities wouldn't openly speak out because there are definitely 
there's definitely a what's the word a misbalance of like people that have spoken out in support of Palestine have more directly like faced real life and inverted commas consequences so for example Art Forum which is a magazine fired their editor for posting in support of Palestine and also Mia Khalifa who again has been like very vocal about Palestine for a long time I interviewed her a few months ago and she was extremely vocal about it she lost her playboy podcasting deal because of it so like there are real consequences so in that way I suppose it's like heartening to see celebrities speak out because there is actual like material loss at play but also it's just the right thing to do yeah definitely I think that's kind of it's it's indicative of the people who probably have the moral character in the celebrity world to actually stand up for what they believe in and at the end of the day celebrities are the people that have the most to lose like it's it's very different from like I don't know for example, that art forum editor is probably like, I, I don't know anything about their personal circumstances, but they probably like stand a lot more to lose by losing their job than, for example, like an actual celebrity does. Do you know what I mean? They, they probably don't have hoard, like hoarded wealth. They probably don't have like good savings, like all of that kind of thing. So if anyone should be, it should be celebrities. Yeah, I've read a lot about of like, not like people like the average Joe who are losing their job for like sharing an Instagram story or like tweeting, especially in America. I think in America it's happening a lot with kind of like less rules, I think, about firing. Mm-hmm. I might but I think there is where you can just lose your job for sharing something that the boss disagrees with. Yeah. I think something that I found really interesting about reading these three articles that are kind of like commentary pieces about celebrities posting. So the second one was Celebrities are full of opinions on Israel and Gaza. How do we process them? By Amina Khan, 14 Vogue. And then the third one was the Israel Hamas war is horrific and celebs posting on social media won't solve it. Is that like, and obviously we're feeding into this by doing this podcast, so I understand. It kind of creates like a secondary news cycle in which like the first news cycle is obviously what is actually happening. And the, yeah, what what is happening? But then the secondary news cycle is like how celebrities are responding to it, which feels like quite uncanny valley. Yeah, definitely, and it's make it it's kind of like robbing the importance of the original stuff that's happening. Well, I, like, I think that's so interesting as well because also when celebrities posting becomes a news cycle in itself, and every celebrity feels inclined to post like they have to for whatever reason. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Like, whether that's an actual, like, moral reason or, like, a save their career reason. Um, oh, my God, I've just completely lost my point. Do you want me to have a point? <sighs> yeah. It'll come back to me. I think when I was reading these articles, what really stuck made me question, and I'd like to have your opinion on it. Okay. <laughs> is seeing, like, you know, like how there was that article on Days, which was like, we were never meant to see our faces much. Mm-hmm. Were we ever meant to know these many opinions? No. Well, oh, this is what I was going to say, because, yeah, like, if we're looking at celebrity opinions, like, more than we're looking at, like, real news, and understandably, like, a lot of people find the real news like quite heavy to look at like it's not as if we'd be expected there's a reason the news is on at 10 o'clock in the morning six o'clock at night at 10 o'clock at night do you know what I mean like yeah we're not expected to be constantly absorbing this information and that's not to like compare you know the like our plight to people that are actually living through conflict right now like of course it's non-comparable but yeah just on a very like basic level so many celebrities are also posting like misinformation and disinformation and they're not checking double checking anything like we're believing tweets that we see we're believing instagram stories it's like how the fuck do you know that's even true like literally how do you know it's true this infographic you have no idea and i'm just gonna cough (coughs) i think people in general like people my mutuals people that we follow people that we follow off polyester are being more careful about posting just like the blind infographic of it all but i don't think that i think celebrities are still doing that so yeah it creates this like culture where it's like we don't actually know what the truth is but there's in that there's also this thing that i think we give this like sense of naivety towards celebrities that Mm -hmm. like oh me and my peers are doing the educational research into these things and not blindly sharing shit we should expect that of of all celebrities if you have that platform you should that comes as part of the responsibility i feel i absolutely agree with that but i would also say (laughs) Not to like shade on anyone. And I would hope that people are doing their research. I wouldn't necessarily say that people are seeing an infographic and then Googling it. I would say they're maybe just not sharing it if it looks a bit dubious. <laughs> Whereas celebrities are just like going for it if, it. if they're like, you know, it's like the same as an inspirational quote to them. If it strikes a chord, it's going on grid. Yeah, it's going to get a reaction. It's going to get engagement. It's kind of like when I've written... Like, do they necessarily even care that it's going to have a controversial reaction? Because I've written for publications before about fat stuff or whatever, not to bring it back all to me. And then, like, the comment section has been so, like, people being so horrified or so, like, angry about it that they just kept posting it because they knew that it would get that engagement. Mm -hmm. So part of me wonders if some of these celebrities, and we kind of touched on that last week, are being purposefully controversial in these posting to get themselves more attention. I mean, I think that's like a very dark thing to consider when we're talking about like ongoing war, but also nothing is out of the realm of possibility, like to be honest. And I think that feeds into like my final point from these articles, which was from the LA Times article, which says that basically the only people who profit from celebrities posting, not profit, benefit, sorry, capitalism, me creeping in. The only people who actually benefit are the people that own social media companies. So Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, like, 
these are the only people that are seeing like any tangible change or like difference for so much discourse happening on their platforms do you know what I mean yeah I think it comes especially because especially infuriating with Elon Musk even though I'm not saying the people who invented Twitter are fucking angels but like that was for a while used as like such a useful platform for sharing actual information outside of like what the news was telling us and like showing us the inside of wars and things like that like I remember um when what was it I can't remember what it was but I remember like something happening in America and the spin on it was completely different to what actually happened Mm -hmm. and then everyone got like their phone footage out and was sharing it on Twitter and it was going viral and people kind of the news had to turn on what it was saying and it's kind of like what's happened with the war here people have fought back and been like no that's not what's happening and been able to spin it round. Mm-hmm. So it's even more infuriating that that these are the people who are benefiting from it, us trying to share information around. But what other way do we have to share it? Well, true, true. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think there is any other way to share information apart from like in smaller circles, like maybe like in-person activist groups or like smaller like channels of messaging, like Signal or whatever, not that I have Signal. I was going to say WhatsApp, but it's Zuckerberg owned. But there have been, so amongst the bad, so there have also been like two letters going around on kind of like either side of the fence, one calling for ceasefire and one calling like the the release of all hostages and the continuation of, um, you know, retaliation. Is that the word? I don't know. Lots of celebrities have actually got involved, even if they haven't posted on their own social media. So the ceasefire letter has been signed by like hacking. How do you say his name again? I always say it wrong and I'm going to get in trouble. Who? Thingy Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, thank you. Um, Kate Blanchett, Kristen Stewart, Susan Sarandon, Rose Ahmed, Quinta Brinson, Alia Shawkat, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Ed Beery, Channing Tatum and more. The release all hostages has been... Um, Signed by many more celebrities, I will say. Amy Schumer, Sasha Baron Cohen, Chris Rock, Katy Perry, Justin Timberlake, Deborah Messing, Lana Del Rey, and many more. But one that I thought was like interesting and possibly a good way to, you know, seize a audience, captive audience as a celebrity was an open letter from Jewish writers titled A Dangerous Conflation. It was published by N Plus One magazine. So apparently this letter was drafted after seeing an old gar- argument gain new power, the claim that critiquing Israel is anti-Semitic. Editors at a corporate-owned magazine were prepared to publish the letter, but their lawyers advised against it. The writers shared this letter in solidarity with those who to continue to speak out in support of Palestinian freedom. And it begins by saying, we are Jewish writers, artists and activists who wish to disavow the widespread narrative that any criticism of Israel is inherently anti-Semitic. Israel and its defenders have long used this rhetorical tactic to shield Israel from accountability, dignify the US's multi-billion dollar investment in Israel's military, obscure the deadly reality of occupation, and deny Palestinian sovereignty. sovereignty. Thank you. Now, this insidious gagging of free speech is being used to justify Israel's ongoing military bombardment of Gaza and to silence criticism from the international community. It goes on and I'd really recommend reading it because it's actually really in depth and it um, condemns anti-Semitism in all its forms. And it's obviously written by Jewish people. But I think it's just like, it's one of those letters that will also, if you're not Jewish and like maybe if you're not the most well-versed in this conflict, teach you something as well as like them putting forward 
a demand, basically. So the demand at the end is like calling for a ceasefire, safe return of all hostages in Gaza and the Palestinian prisoners in Israel and enter Israel's ongoing occupation. We also call on governments and civil society in the US and across the West to stand up against the repression and support for Palestine. So like, I feel like I learned something from reading it and it's signed by people like Tavi Gevinson, Nan Golding, Naomi Klein, Hari Neff, Ilana Glazer, Abby Jacobson, Emma Seligman, Sarah Sophie Flicker, Cyrus Dunham, and more. And I feel like that is kind of a good way to speak up. Like it, you can tell it's not just like a letter that was sent around a lot of PR companies. Like there was a controvert, not a controversy, but there was like a thing with Emma Seligman where she was, her name was accidentally put on the release the hostages letter instead of the ceasefire letter. And like yeah. people started noticing it and then she's like, um, there was a mistake. I was meant to be on the other one. And I think that kind of like exposed a little bit how these things go around in those circles sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, like, oh, I agree two. with that. Sign it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's kind of like a disingenuine nature to those two, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the, the latter was this one, I think was really beautifully put. And I think it really expanded on all the different like nuances yeah. that Jewish people are, are dealing with right now mm-hmm. um, while not diminishing the plight of Palestinians. Beautifully put there, Gina. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I think that there are good ways to like read about this and to not be complacent, but it's not going to be found in Jamie Lee Curtis's Instagram. Or Selena Gomez's. Oh yeah, so go, we will quickly touch upon Selena Gomez. It kind of like brings us back to the start of this episode, really. Yeah, would you like to talk about it? Yes, so Selena Gomez, who has 430 million. At one point, she was one of the like most followed people. I think she was just overtaken by Kylie, but before that, it was her, right? Yeah, she had that picture with the Coke and everyone loved her. <laughs> right. Like, a big piece of millennial lore. <laughs> um, she took a break from social media due to the horror, hate, violence and terror that's going on in the world. The pop star and the only murders in the building actor did not directly reference the Israel Hamas war by name, but it's clear posts about the it's clear posts about the Hamas terrorist attack and the subsequent destruction in Gaza factored into her decision to take a break from social media platforms. Obviously, you can tell by like the way that she's worded mm-hmm. what she said. And then she said, "Okay, this is like exact the exact quote <laughs> was, I've been taking a break from social media because my heart breaks to see all of the horror, hate, violence and terror that's going on in the world. People being tortured and killed or any act of hate towards any one group is horrific. We need to protect all people, especially children, and stop the violence for good. But then, like, where she really kind of took the L was in a second post on her Instagram story, she put a picture up of her younger sister and wrote, having a sister every day has made me tragically sick. I would do anything for children and innocent lives. Which is just, like, a really strange twisting of i have a you know the like i respect women i have a mother thing yeah well the whole thing's just a fucking load of shit and i <laughs> it's just like well, right what have you actually said there Nothing. diddly shit i think war is bad full stop yeah like okay cool i don't don't think anyone on either side is saying that war well maybe but like <laughs> not like Saying that violence against innocent people is bad is not a good enough statement for someone with 430 million Instagram mm-hmm. followers. And I was thinking, like, as a celebrity, you do not have to have Instagram. No. Emma Stone doesn't have Instagram. I've not heard anything from you. That's true. You're very correct there. Like, you are not obliged to have a social media account. And in having one, you, like I said at the beginning, you are required to give an informed opinion in the world, into the world. 
because she's trying to be like oh i'm just a girl and this is my like opinion that violence is bad and i'm gonna go now bye well i think also there's like a secondary thing to that whereas where it's like if you do have social media and you don't you, you don't feel comfortable like you maybe you don't feel informed enough i don't know whatever i'm trying to give people grace to not post um about the conflict then just don't post or like at least be really careful about what you're posting because like if you're a celebrity and you're just posting like having a great time whatever then you also can like it just looks a bit bad I suppose and like I think we have learned through like obviously the last decade of experiencing a multitude of different like global events that require like a social media uprising and a human uprising and all of these kind of things that we can't expect people to like not go on with their lives. Like I think, you know, in many ways it's important to do that and like to be active in the ways that you can, but also you can't like me and Gina were on holiday. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't stop your life as well, but if you're doing that, there's ways to be like considerate and like ways to not just look like you're completely diminishing the importance of what's going on on a global scale. Yeah, and that statement just feels so lacking in any political statement that is a bit offensive. And then my final point, which I was trying to segue to, was what a Halloween party that occurred. That I think I think it's just in such bad taste. Do you think it is or not, Gina? I don't really get what the problem is. Is it because of the? I don't get it. <laughs> you sent it to me and I was like oh I'm just gonna say something else because I don't know (laughs) so there was a party in London for Halloween by the fashion designer Delara Findicoglu and it was dark Versailles themed and it was just like lots of celebrities lot of lots of aristocrats lots of socialites like eating expensive food in expensive clothes and then it just feels really out of touch when a yeah there's a war and like lots of people commenting on lots of people's posts like including us saying there's a war why aren't you talking about it which is like you know multiple truths can exist at once but also if you are literally part of the ruling class it might not be the time to go and like like literally so apparently this is in the evening standards report from the evening bimini bomboulash was seen shrieking from the top of the building let them eat cake it's just all a bit too on the nose for me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, like, okay, I get it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like with all the power you have in that room, like again, monetary, political, like I don't know about politically, but whatever, like. Definitely politically. Why don't you just bash your heads together and like try and do something useful? Just do a fucking Flintstones theme or something, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, exactly. I feel like you'll get away with a Versailles theme party if it was like, you know, like in a club and you're like it's like a queer club and you're like not rich people and you're not like the daughter of someone from queen or the rolling stones but like that's literally what the people there were yeah so it's a bit much reclaiming lavishness for yourself do you never need to be reclaimed they've always had it that's what i mean though i feel like there's been like this is a whole other episode but i think like there's the the whole a lot of these people have done that working class tourism thing, haven't they? Yeah, so and that's like, like now we've got like true world strife. We have had that true world strife. You know what I mean? Like, let's go the other way. Disparity. Yeah, a wider class disparity than ever. Exactly. Like there's so much, like we are literally in a cost of living 
crisis, which is like a twee term that has been dumbed down so much to not mean anything, but so much of this country, let alone on the world, lives in poverty. Like so many people live in precarious situations, like whether they are in conflict zones or not, like let alone the conflicts that are going on. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Swinging off a chandelier saying, let them eat cake? Which Marie Antoinette never even said. You know what I've got to say to that? What? We all saw what happened to her. <laughs> we all saw what happened to her, so watch your back. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. And with that, I bid you adieu. Oh, we missed that. We didn't get to do Amy Schumer. We didn't get to do Amy Schumer, but maybe it's she has the gone best. Mad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer inspired this whole episode, but... It would be a whole episode in itself, to be honest. I'm already five minutes over schedule. Yeah, she got she got fucking Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter involved. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, oh, no, actually, I think he'd be pro-Palestine. <laughs> oh, no, you know you fucked it. When Martin Luther King's daughter is telling you, uh, can you You're stop? Wrong. Also, I'm so glad we never got a Barbie movie. Oh, no. Although, it is sad because... um. The writer director was <laughs> so off topic. sorry. The writer director was the um, woman that did Juno. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I love her too. <laughs> so she did Jennifer's Body as well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, her, it was yeah. her that was meant to do it. Well, get her to do the sequel. Yeah, Come on. get her to do the sequel, and let's just ban Amy Schumer from it. Ban Amy Schumer for everything. Now she's fucked her. Yeah, we just needed reason. Well, we did have yeah. reason. Like people are saying. Like, she's been racist since 2015. Yeah, she'd been acting this yeah. way for a long time. And now she's gripping onto this to be even more racist yeah. to Palestinian people. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Gina. Thank you, Ioni. Thank you to Olivia for editing. We will see you all next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.